Thank you for tuning in to the WAM Podcast, where women empower women in business and manufacturing. Hello and welcome to the Women in Manufacturing Podcast. My name is Fran Burnell. I'm the president of Accelerated Manufacturing Brokers, Inc., a company that specializes in mergers and acquisitions nationally within the manufacturing sectors. And I'm your host for today's show. Today, we're welcoming to our show, Anna Korolik. Anna is the marketing director at Oro, Inc., and responsible for the promotion of their key products, Oro Commerce and Oro CRM. Before joining the Oro family in 2016, she held lead positions as an SEO analyst and digital marketing manager for several well-known marketing agencies in Europe. And today, Anna is joining our show from Germany. Anna, we're so delighted that you could join us today. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Uh, Happy to be here. We're glad to have you. So I know we've got a lot to talk about today. To start out, I'd love for you to give our listening audience an introduction to Oro Inc. and your company's core products. Uh, Sure. So Oro Inc. is a company behind uh, three main uh, products, all of them developed for uh, B2B businesses from the ground up. So Oro Commerce, a B2B e-commerce platform, actually uh, the number one uh, open source B2B e-commerce platform in the world, Oro CRM, an open source multi-channel CRM, and Oro Platform, a platform that helps businesses uh, build web applications, uh, rapid application development platform. Um, so uh, what we do at Oro, uh, we help businesses uh, digitize, we simplify their uh, way online, and um, our flagship product, Oro Commerce, was actually uh, built from the ground up uh, for uh, businesses doing B2B commerce, so manufacturers, distributors, wholesalers, large multi-channel brands. One of the most important things about uh, why our product, the key product, Auto Commerce, became so popular so fast was that the leadership team behind um, Oro uh, was the team that previously built a very well-known um, B2C commerce platform called Magento. So during their time at Magento, uh, and, and Magento, for those who don't know, took off very fast and, and became hugely, hugely popular. Uh, so uh, during their time at Magento, they started receiving a lot of requests from not conventional for them at the time businesses like manufacturers, distributors, and of course, if they were very bold and ambitious, they would say that, yeah, of course, we can help you. We can build presence for you. But uh, they quickly realized that this is a completely different beast and uh, B2B is much more complex and you need to uh, take into consideration a lot of uh, back office operations, the fact that the customer is a company but not an individual. And they realized that to properly cater to this audience and they felt that the demand for this type of commerce is growing and growing, uh, they need to build something from scratch. So the architecture uh, needs to be completely different uh, from the ground up. And so this is how Oro Commerce appeared and 
this is why although uh, the product is only three years old, it has been already acknowledged by major analysts as one of the leading B2B commerce platforms on the market. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. The, so the founders of your company, you talked a little bit about how they were previously with Magento. That sold to eBay, didn't it? Yeah. So they sold it to eBay. Now it belongs to Adobe. So um, yeah, long, long way since that time. So, and I say that just to bring out the fact that um, the founders have have had incredible experience in this space, um, and I love that they moved from a from a B two C to a B two B platform, which, to your point, is very very different than selling you know business to customer. So, let's talk a little bit about. So the CRM component of what you're doing, marketing and online presence and things like this is not necessarily something that manufacturers are really good at, right? So I'm going to, I'm going to venture to guess that some of our listening audience they, they're probably great widget makers, aerospace component makers, medical instrument component manufacturers, but they might not know what a CRM is. So just in case, Anna, dive in, give us a little bit of an explanation and why a CRM is important. I know you've actually authored some articles about this. So dive in a little bit, talk to us about this. Yeah, so CRM Client Relationship Management System um, is a system that helps you uh, be on top of all um, your engagements with your customers. Um, and this is especially important. So again, one of our key differentiators is that when uh, you are purchasing our commerce, for example, we're adopting our commerce as your e-commerce platform, uh, you get our CRM uh, like automatically. So in case you, you need a CRM, uh, you can be free to use one. We felt that this is hugely important because especially in B2B, uh, you have so many levels of engagement with your customers. And again, a customer is not just one person. So you need uh, kind of a complex structure uh, behind that in the back office that would allow you to group your customers into uh, corporations, into companies that, that they represent, uh, you should understand their internal hierarchies and you can't possibly manage it all in on a piece of paper or in a spreadsheet. I mean, you can try, but this is going to be a mess. And CRM is a system that helps everybody involved uh, in the process of talking to customers, engaging with customers, uh, be it sales, be it marketing, be it uh, customer support, um, access one and the same data about a customer. So in case it's customer support and there is an issue with the product, customer support representatives can access the same system and pull up the records and understand, okay, what was the history uh, of our engagement with this person? How many, what, what did they purchase previously? Like why the issue might have arised are they a new company or this is a uh, loyal customer uh, and things like that. And, and especially so for sales, um, you don't need to pull up endless sheets trying to figure out what kind of agreements this customer has 
uh, everything can be stored in the CRM. And, and additionally, CRM can be used as a um, task management tool for the salespeople so they can have uh, their calendars pulled in so they're sure never to miss uh, a customer call or a follow-up that they need to do uh, to remind somebody of repeated purchase or just uh, a, a cold lead that they need to kind of warm up. So, yeah, basically, basically CRM just um, lets your salespeople be more efficient and uh, lets, uh, lets the manager, the, the leadership team of the company just have a 360-degree view, as we call it, of uh, everything that's going on with your customers. So it lets everybody in the organization see what's going on um, with any customer at any time and see the entire history of that customer. Exactly. Perfect. Let's talk a little bit about the other side of the business, the e-commerce side. So, you know, in, in manufacturing, you have... Um, two different sides. You've got people that manufacture, companies that manufacture complete products, and then you have people that manufacture components that go into a complete product. So one of the questions I would have, and I'm sure my listening audience would as well, is, is your product appropriate for both of those or is it more for people that are selling complete products to other businesses? Absolutely. You can sell anything uh, on our commerce. And like we've had customers selling all kinds of interesting things <laughs> that we were even surprised people w- would want to sell. Right. And, and we've had customers who, um, and I'm like, sorry, I'm, I'm not being clear. So, uh, we have customers that are selling chemicals and, and petrochemical um, substances, so something that you don't usually think of as an e-commerce product that usually sells online. And uh, we have a customer who's selling um, industrial parts for industrial equipment, not the kind of you know sexiest product there is. So you wouldn't expect it to be. Um, kind of again an e-commerce type of product but they had one of the most successful case studies that we've seen because they took a traditionally offline business online and uh, within a matter of several years they scaled to unimaginable sales volumes and unimaginable SKU volumes and again it all happened because of kind of a shift in in uh, in the mindset, because um, the original business was owned, um, it was a family-owned business. It, were, and it started as a um, U.S.-only kind of local business. But um, as the original owner and the founder of the company was going older, he wanted to um, kind of involve his son into the process who was kind of reluctant but as a younger person he was involved in technologies he uh, knew a lot about digital marketing and so he suggested that they create an e-commerce presence 
to what the, the owner and the founder, the father of the company said, you're crazy. Like this is industrial parts. What are you talking about? People will never go online searching for all of those crazy names, right? And, and like, they don't do that. We, we sell to people. It is very important that, that we talk to people. And again, so this is not B2C, but this is B2B. We, we are selling to companies, wholesalers, retailers, and, and et cetera, et cetera. Eventually, he just told him, okay, well, you can try that. If it works, it works. And what they discovered is that uh, within 40 years that uh, the business existed online, then they managed to uh, generate about a thousand um, B2B customers. But then within five years after that, when they launched online, they grew up to 45,000 of customers. Can you imagine that, that jump? And they, they were shocked themselves to grow that quickly, that fast. And it only just proves that uh, like people nowadays, they, they go online to search for anything, right? If I don't know something, I go ask Google. And again, one, one of the most beautiful things about uh, promoting online businesses like that, uh, businesses that are selling kind of rare products, uh, is that you don't have much competition. And again, because as you say, a lot of um, the audience uh, that you have here, um, they think more about uh, what is on the factory floor, how to optimize their manufacturing process. They don't think about like selling online. And that's why there's like, if, if you actually go online, the competition is very, very uh, loose. You, you can easily get to top pages on Google. And that's what, again, our customer uh, found out because, um, again, having some background in uh, marketing agencies, I know very well how hard it is in some industries like, I know, traditional B2C commerce, traditional products like clothing and things like that, or I know how, how difficult it is to promote a real estate agency or insurance agency. It's, it's near impossible. You would work for, for a year to move them like from, um, I don't know, top 10 to top nine. But with a company that sells um, industrial products, very specific parts, specific equipment, uh, all you need to do is just make sure that your products are available online. They are searchable. They have descriptions. They have names. They have everything a person would want to find out potentially about the product. And you're already golden. So you already will have the traffic to your website. You will have leads. And again, I'm not saying that uh, this is that easy. Right. So you would still have uh, you need to invest into making sure that uh, your customers understand what they gain too when they're shopping online, when they're like using your online shop instead of uh, calling your salespeople. Because, again, it's not just for um, yourself. It's also for your customers, because now they can access uh your website, your catalog, uh, and your, let's say, automated salespeople uh, in, in, in the face of your website 24-7. Um, 
right? And any day. So, and, and they actually uh, save time by doing that. So they don't need to spend hours on the phone uh, checking on prices, checking on availability, checking on some specific information. They can surf your website whenever they feel like, whenever it's comfortable for them. Um, look up any piece of information they need and submit uh, the order again whenever they're ready. So it sounds like, uh, first of all, I love this story of taking um, a traditionally offline business, a very industrial business, and developing a B2B platform for them and what it did to their visibility and increased customers and so forth. And I think um, that's the point, one of the largest points that I want manufacturers to understand is that um, you may traditionally have gotten your customers um, at the old-fashioned way, but in this day and age, it is imperative that you be visible on the web and I think what what you're saying, Anna, is that even if you have not, you don't have a product that is traditionally sold online, establishing a B2B platform on your website, whatever, is going to increase your SEO in ways that you can't even imagine. I can relate, honestly, to the disbelief that, um, like, a product like mine is going to be searched online because again, even though um, I had a decent background in digital marketing when I first joined Oro, um, we realized that our target audience is a particular audience. So it's not just B2B. Um, a lot of the audience is uh, very old school. So we uh, realized that we, of course, as, as good marketeers, right, we need to meet our audience where they like to be. And that's why a large portion also of our marketing plans and budget was about trade shows, uh, was about conferences, face-to-face -face meetings and things like that. But um, as we all know, 2019 and 2020 changed it, like drastically so we now all understand that we have no idea when uh, the traditional shows uh, are going to be coming back and uh, i understand that for somebody for, for some businesses it could have been a much larger hit than it was for our business because still we were in it so we had a digital presence but obviously this year everything shifted to digital marketing and I can tell you that it was kind of a surprise even for me because what we also did this year, we improved uh, our analytics a lot, uh, that we are now able to better understand uh, where the quality leads exactly are going on the website, what they're doing, like what kind of content they're interacting with, what sources they're coming from. And um, first time, I, I really saw with my own eyes that people actually type in very specific queries into Google, they land on our website from Google and they convert. And this is like, I'm not saying that it happens quickly, right? So we're still B2B, it's still a long sales cycle. But again, with digital marketing, it, uh, the sales cycle becomes much shorter because again, people, um, they're using like self-serve model, right? So 
we try to make all the information possible available for them. And if they find it, um, that's much easier, right? So it's, it's much easier already to talk to them when, when they call you, when they contact you. Yeah. It's very interesting, you know, um, you, we've been sharing with manufacturers for, you know, <laughs> two decades that the importance of, of having a web presence and you you touched on it a little bit. Some of the um, you know older generation of manufacturers uh, who perhaps were more reactive, so their sales were more reactive in nature rather than proactive. Think that having having a web presence and having a B two B platform is not necessary. But one of the things we tell them is. You may have gotten business in a certain way for many years, but as those people in your customer or companies um, retire, the people that are processing uh, the purchase orders, younger people are coming in, taking those positions. And what those people are doing to find industrial product is they're surfing the net. Um, which is exactly what you're saying. And you have to be able to be to be found there. I also love that you touched on what's happened with trade shows. So this, it sounds like this could have affected your business, but you were already well positioned, um, you, you know, digitally. But for manufacturers who perhaps were relying on these trade shows, to get new customers, they're, they're non-existent right now because of COVID. So it's imperative that people find alternate ways to find customers. Um, and I love what you're saying about the analytics that your, um, your products are providing. Perhaps, um, Anna, you could speak into, there are a lot of CRMs, there are a lot of B2B platforms out there. Talk about what is unique about the Oro products. With Oro products, one of the most, I think, important things that make our products really scalable and future-proof uh, is the flexibility of them. Uh, and again, so it, uh, it is about the fact that it is open source, and it's also about the, the fact how it was built. So... Um, the three products, they, they do not uh, exist uh, separately. They're not like in silos. So the, the three products that we have, Oral Platform, Oral Commerce, and Oral CRM. So basically, Oral Platform is kind of a technological background, the technological layer that we build uh, all the other products um, on top of. So it makes them uh, 100% uh, interconnected very smoothly uh, so you, you don't need to do anything to make sure that all uh, the customer information from your e-commerce platform goes into the CRM so no expensive integrations and no expensive CRM fees either and one other uh, benefit is that again so as what we started with right so B2B is complex and uh, the more we are in this business the more we understand how complex it is it is like every practically every business is unique um the customers 
and again, so yeah, B2B is, is really about person to person, but not in, in terms that you need like physically talk to person to person, but uh, it means that um, the approach to every customer uh, should be really unique and we need to respect that. So the platform needs to be able to provide this flexibility, right? And uh, it is easy with our, with our commerce. Um, like, for example, we have customers uh, uh, selling um, supplies for um, dentist offices and um, they have... Um, separate customer groups that uh, they want to sell different types of uh, their supplies. And what they were able to do, basically build separate um, websites that would have only this selection of products for this specific group of people. So basically what happens uh, when you come to the website, you log in, um, you see only the products that you are interested in. So in case like you have a huge variety, uh, but you're like serving uh, some specific verticals, right, of, of customers, you can make sure that um, every vertical only sees products relevant to them, only sees um, prices relevant to them. And you don't need endless spreadsheets for that. You just go to your backend, one single backend for any amount of websites, any amount of personalized websites or personalized pages you want to create for your uh, customers. And you just uh, set a rule for how you want the price to be calculated for this particular customer or for this group of customers. And that's it. Mm, that's interesting. So for manufacturers um, who have product inventory and an ERP system to manage this, how would that tie into Oro products? Usually the first thing that we start with when um, a new customer comes to us is the integration with the ERP. So there is a number of integrations that we already worked on, uh, like most um, famous uh, ERP systems as like P21, Acomatica, and, and uh, ERPs like that. Um, but for cases where there is a rare ERP, for example, um, we still have an API uh, available or uh, we have other import-export um, processes that can uh, automate um, the update of uh, the number of inventory, uh, the availability, the pricing, and um, anything you need to integrate uh, from ERP and back. So this is always a two-way synchronization. Okay. Um, so I mentioned at the start of this that you're calling in today from Germany. Um, are your is, are your products sold worldwide or just in Europe? Uh, worldwide, of course. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so uh, we have our head office in the U.S. in Los Angeles. Uh, we have a uh, representative in Germany, in the U.K. We have an office in France. And yeah, so basically we have customers all over the world, in Australia, Singapore, all over the world. Wow, that's great. I'm just, I just popped onto your website and I'm seeing that you have, there's 
over 400,000 active installations of your product. That's pretty amazing in a three-year time period. And I think we haven't updated that stat for a while. I'm, I'm embarrassed now. I think it's much higher. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Wow. <laughs> yes. that's, that's very impressive. So, Anna, listen, we're starting to run out of time. And, and before we close out, I want to give you an opportunity to tell our listening audience how to reach out um, to get more information about Oro and your products. Uh, sure. So just uh, go ahead, uh, oroinc.com. This is our website. Uh, you can contact us with the uh, forms on the website or send us an email at info at oroinc.com. Or you can just look up my name uh, in any social channel you're using. Uh, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm everywhere, like LinkedIn, Facebook or Twitter, and send direct messages uh, either to me personally or uh, to our corporate uh, handles, we would be happy to chat. Wonderful. Anna, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, this was incredibly informative, and I very much appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. I'd like to encourage our listeners to visit www.whampodcast.com, where you can listen to all of our shows and other manufacturing podcasts Brought to you by the Jacket Media Company. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for joining the WAM Podcast, where women empower other women in business and manufacturing. For more shows like this, go to whampodcast.com. That's whampodcast.com. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.